And this is Randy's number one Andy, a songwriter full of comedy. Got the tablet handy. Andy Klein, Mr. On Time, slinging punchlines from the cut, walking a straight line. Then the thriller, Mr. Tim Miller, crowd killer, say holla. He's probably not here out trying to raise his daughter. So we'll just tune in to 3SPN, keep the sock puppet nation, let the party begin. Pop Pop, Petey Romain, top of the list, JL Chadwick, the black eye who tips, might be waxing philosophical or talking bullshit, might be just trying to help you get a nice pretty young bitch, you have an opinion, let's hear it, do it proper, the world may suck, but I like it, I want you, Facebook, email, tweet us, get out your closet if you're dropping our names, now let's come together, there's nothing else to say, let's start the show, Randolph hit him with the Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Who else? Elton Howard, a.k.a. Pop Pop. Pop Pop. Three guys on. We're That's right, right back at you. Freeloaders have been have been uh, wondering who Here. the guest is this week. <laughs> Giggling over somebody out of my out of my past who uh Yeah. Who I knew peripherally who uh, we just found out got arrested on a drug beef. Uh, a lot of drugs. She was a minor league singer, Stephanie Lynn, back home. Got arrested on a drug beef she had. How much was it? 117 pounds of weed at one point? Yeah. She got stopped for 117 pounds yeah. of weed, which we were trying to figure out exactly how big would 117 pounds of weed big be. It's a lot of goddamn if weed. you got to pack those little like bricks. Like how much was one of those bricks? Like 10 pounds? It's, it's probably like a a giant black trash bag full. Oh, they didn't. You don't think they organized it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just threw it in a trash bag, yeah, threw it, it, it in the trunk. That's how you move when you're 20. Yeah. Big black trash bag it's funny because now you're randolph's pulling up old pictures of her when she was a singer she looks to be about 117 pounds herself yeah she was tiny she so tiny. just a pile of weed that that's yeah nice. she was tiny she was tiny and curvy yeah yeah <laughs> she was tiny yeah well you know she's got she's got an edge to her now she's uh, yeah she's whore so here's where she was starting to start to uh oh that's yeah the later years yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. It's starting to happen. <laughs> and then, uh, well, what are you going to do? It's like you've built your life around this music career. It didn't happen. You don't have any skills. you got to get a job. you got to make money. Yeah. <laughs> so we got, you got to distribute some weed. I'm wondering right. why it didn't happen. There's always usually a story. And we've watched enough behind the musics and read enough musical biographies. Sometimes the record company, sometimes it's like not something that happened. Like the you're... The person who likes you at the record company loses their job. Yeah. The other yep. person yeah. doesn't like you. You don't get your deal. Yeah. Mm, and then, sure. but some of it is like you just don't have the intuitiveness. You know, that person loses their job. Yeah. And then you're like, gosh, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, sometimes you just can't. Like the <laughs> next thing you know, you're uh, there's no one to champion you anymore. You're Eddie in the cruisers. You're Eddie. You yeah. Fake your death, and you're just right. <laughs> you're walking the streets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roaming the earth. Then they do another movie where you come back. It's tough. There are a lot of stories like that where, like, the record company just decides they don't believe in you and don't promote your shit, and you don't get a second album. Yeah, or you just 
smoke a lot of weed and then all of a sudden you get caught with 117 yeah. pounds yeah and then i'm just smoking smoke at this officer yeah. have you seen my music career this is all for me it's my anxiety i gotta get over some shit i got some <laughs> demons this is for my anxiety. 117 pounds of it yeah lots of demons yeah they were probably watching her i mean you can't i mean they don't just pull you over randomly when you have 117 did pounds this, did this happen on 420 she should she could have been going to a celebration <laughs> that's true she could have been. She could have been. If this happened yesterday, yeah. she could have been going to a celebration. Okay, I'll bring. No, the this chips. happened. The hundred seventeen pounds happened before. Okay. Yeah, the day she got, she just got nailed with some just some simple possession. Okay. So she was on their radar at that point. Yeah. Okay. So she was like, "Oh, I get it. You don't want me to have hundred seventeen pounds." And they're like, "No, we don't want you to have any. We just have a couple of blunts or something." <laughs> How about I sing my way out? Oh shit! Somebody just put up a tweet. I'm at a Starbucks studying and a black man with that OG walk come in yelling, hey, y'all let black people use the bathroom in this one? <laughs> <laughs> you got you to gotta do that at Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. you got you to fuck with them hard. <laughs> yeah. The manager just turned red. Here's the key, sir. <laughs> we do now, sir. Here's the key. No problem. We don't want to have any problems. Can we want you, no problems, sir. Can you please? Sir, sir. Sir? Can you please sir. just put the seat down? Just sir. proper etiquette, sir. Just Did, put the seat down. If you wanted to smoke weed in the bathroom, because I know you sometimes you like go in there and smoke your drugs, <laughs> you feel free to smoke it out in the in the actual lobby area. We did we talk about the old that. lady who picked a fight with the two soldiers? We, we did, did talk not, about that, right? We did not talk about it. She picked a fight with the two soldiers? She was a 72-year-old lady. Right. Um, 72-year-old people should not be that spry to be <laughs> picking fights with two two women in, in, uh, in uniform. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you just got to take your L if you're an old lady at yeah, that point. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. you probably get that respect your elders. I know where I talked about. I talked about it on the uh, solo woke files. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, talk, yeah. I talked about it on that. Freeloaders uh, yeah, have no idea. Freeloader alert. Freeloader alert. Yep, there's no idea. There's content over on the uh, content over on the page. Patreon page. Oh, content over on the page. And uh, by the way, next week I don't think we're going to be able to record at all. I'm yeah. gonna, okay, I'm going to bank some. I'm going to bank some. Uh, I was now, gonna, listen, freeloaders, y'all ain't going to get nothing. Patrons, I'm going to bank some stuff. To I was going to maybe put up like uh, like the old David Allen, the original David Allen Greer interview for or something like that. Yeah, for no, for, maybe for the patrons. For everybody. Just to get something because I, I'm i busy all weekend. I don't have any right, free right, time. Right, 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 right. And I think I can go pull something out of the, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's just a snippet for mm-hmm. at least the patrons, maybe for the freeloaders too. Maybe we'll just make one free. We have the uh, tell and the David Allen Greer. Yeah, we got. I mean, we got Dave Foley. We yeah, got, we got uh, those Dave Foley, Dave Foley. Foley. Yeah, we got a few. DC Benny. Yeah, Rob Cantrell. Yeah. Or we could just pull an old episode or a snippet or something. I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out. But maybe there'll be Some something of our on best Patreon. Stuff has been us talking like talking about like uh, always like somebody's watching me with. Uh, I remember that. That's on YouTube. Which one? Me, you, and um, uh, who was our. Who was our third? Not really a sock puppet. We had him up. Philippe. Talking about uh, uh, Rockwell's uh, watching me. Is that on YouTube? I think it is. I know we posted the accidental racist. I think somebody pulled. I think somebody just pulled. I don't think we posted it. I don't okay. know if somebody posted it. I think we did. For it was a little good, while, we were, talking the, about, we were talking about that. Early on, for a little while, we decided to post like snippets of occasional shows on YouTube to maybe get people to find the show but really you got like 25 hits it wasn't doing so i just gave up on it but we did post some clips early on there's one clip of us talking about that accidental racist song right um there's a couple other clips on our three guys on youtube you've got your ex i've got mine shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) the fuck up you dummy 
And um, a few other just random clips of us. There's a clip of me telling stories of being a bad waiter when I waited tables at Pizza Hut. That's a good one. You waited yeah. tables at Pizza Hut? For about six months. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I was a delivery driver, but for a little while, I, well, I, was, I stayed inside. Wow. Waited tables. You had, you had a few jobs, Andy. I didn't, I didn't know about no, Pizza I've Hut. No, I've had a few. Well, you didn't know about Pizza Hut, really? I knew about Popeye's. I've worked at Pizza Hut for years. Wow. Popeye's was in high school. Freshman year, I started working at Popeye's. Mm. Pizza Hut was post high school. Oh, that was that. Um, okay. As soon as you got that social security number, yeah. Every, well, job. I, my first job was at age thirteen, which was illegal. Definitely child labor laws. But um, I didn't have a work permit. The guy just paid me under the table. Basically, oh, I worked pretty. like four hours Saturday and four hours Sunday, like washing dishes at a restaurant slash bussing tables. Okay. And my brother was you working. Probably there. looked like you were ten years old. I did. You looked yeah. like child labor. I did. You look. You look fifteen now. <laughs> I know. Look when I child like, like when child labor with when a, I with first a mustache. Started at Popeyes. I was fourteen, and like my voice hadn't really changed yet, and not enough anyway. And people on the drive-through would call me ma'am. <laughs> call you ma'am. Yeah, and then they would pull up and say, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, how old are you? Who are you like?" Hello, may I take your yeah. order? Cause, yeah, because I was, <laughs> I was also, I just looked super young. I, you know, I didn't just sound young. I looked young. Say, but, whoa, whoa, how old are you, man? How old are you? Now, I, f- I figured out why you don't drink, because you probably just get carded every single time you go buy alcohol. I don't know. At this point, I'm I don't think I still I, get carded. I don't think I get carded anymore. Yeah, you just, it's just procedure. What are you, you doing? It's just procedure. I don't think I get carded. I don't buy alcohol, but I've been going to a bar or whatever. I don't always get carded these days, but... Um, before I had a goatee, I looked significantly younger. Now I think I might look a little younger. But when I was a kid, I looked a lot younger. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, people would come in Popeye's sometimes and just see me working behind the counter and be like, how old are you, man? <laughs> I'm 14, sir. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then they probably go report Popeye's. Hey, let me get that two-piece. I don't, I don't give a fuck, nigga. Let me get that two-piece. Yeah. Red beans and rice. But my first job was before Popeye's. It was pre-Popeye's. It was another restaurant called the branding iron what the hell and they that? sold like they had like ribs and burgers and you know you know american classics <laughs> the branding iron and um the branding iron my brother worked there my friend mark worked there at various times a bunch of our friends worked there but i was technically 13 when i started and i think so, most of them had turned 14 mm. so i was illegally working there uh mm. the guy would just hand me 25 bucks the owner he like was- you know he was like a Mexican. Minimum wage was like three something an hour. So that was about, I mean, I was getting paid minimum wage, but he would just give me cash every that's, week. That's pretty cool. Yeah, minimum wage was three. 325 or something like that. 335. What year was that? Oh, that would have been 87. Yep, 335. Yeah. That's when I started work. And then Popeye's was, I went I went straight. I went legit at Popeye's. Legit. I got a work permit. I was 14 already at that point. I worked at Branding Iron for a year. I turned 14 while I worked there. Still didn't get a work permit, <laughs> I don't think. I might have. But at Popeye's and I was like, it was all on the up and up, you know. Legal. You know, it was a corporation. You had your green card and everything. Yeah. You know, I was allowed to work. That's good. Legally. But um, worked there for a couple years, most of high school. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. You know, by the end of it, my voice was deeper. Like, no one mistook me for a like, girl on the drive-thru. Hey, I'm Andy Klein. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Popeye's. Take your order, please. Hey, we're take your order. We used, yeah. to, we used to fuck with people in the drive-thru all the time. It was uh, We had a lot of fun at that job, actually. <laughs> Maybe the most fun I've ever had at a job. Was it Popeye's? Yeah. Because yeah. a bunch of us, like all teenagers, who would just goof off and shit. Like, it was just fun. We would just fuck with people, fuck with each other. We didn't take it that seriously. 
<laughs> well, why would you? It it's Popeyes. fucking fast food. My right. cousin and I worked work with Shocker. worked at a Wendy's. We had a ball. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it was fun to go to work. Even if you're working like a double, like eleven to eleven, eleven to close shift, it was still fun. Mm-hmm. We had all kinds of fun. But um, also, there was enough of us because sometimes you go work somewhere and you're like the only teenager, and everyone else is like you know an adult who works there. This was like a the, the core. The old group. lady starts hitting on you. <laughs> yeah, uh, what grade are you in, son? Yeah. This was the, the whole core group was like you know fifteen years old, yeah. roughly. And so we just uh, we were acting like a bunch of fifteen-year-olds. Managers were cool with it; they were fine. Yeah, that's how Took home boxes of chicken every night, anytime you want it. Yeah, because it was always leftover chicken. Sometimes you would make extra chicken to oh, have yeah. leftover chicken yeah. to take home. Right. Was fucked up at Wendy's. They came after us about eating food. They wouldn't let us take extra food. They just threw it away. That's they just up. threw it away. That's fucked wow. up. They fucked would take up. the meat. Any like overdone meat? Yeah. Because they made hamburgers to order. Take any overdone meat and just throw it in the thing, and that's the chili meat. Cause they used to serve a chili there. Like yeah. Homemade yeah. chili. Yeah. The sauce, and you chop up the meat, throw it in there. That's yeah. one thing, but, but like, to throw away meat. Any other burgers and stuff like that, if it was too much, they were just throwing away. So they won't let us take it home. That job was a ball until somebody was stealing money. Uh-oh. Yeah. And anybody who worked to register, it was like myself. And like through more of the people, they gave us all lie detectors. <laughs> they brought in a lie detector. Yeah, we had to we had to go take a lie detector test. Oh. And one of the questions was, "Anybody eating food?" <laughs> and everybody was like, "No, no, <laughs> no." The wow. test showed that is a lie. <laughs> yeah, I think that was all Dave. Everybody Dave was like, "No, no, I'm not eating you food." Know? Yeah, Dave. Do you know of anybody who's stealing money out of the register? And I was like, "No." Did you though? I didn't know. I thought so. Yeah, but I didn't know, so I don't know how that would register on a, yeah, on a test. I didn't know for sure. Yeah, those things aren't super accurate. Anyway. You know, I just I was like, no, <laughs> I'm answering like that. I don't think so. No, I don't think. Yes so. and no. <laughs> yes and no. I thought I knew who was doing it. Yeah, but I didn't know who was doing it. Mm-hmm. It ain't me. You know what I mean? I yeah. ain't no snitch. And then they didn't fire us. They just reduced everybody's hours. Oh, because they want you to quit. Right. Yeah. Right. They want to force you out. Didn't matter. I had two jobs. I stayed on. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's fine with me. I'll eat at my other job. That's fine with (laughs) me. I had two jobs. I had two jobs, and I was going to and I was going to UTSA, University of Texas, San Antonio. I was balling. I had two jobs, living at home, (laughs) going to school, getting free burgers sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. (laughs) That's what got everybody because we would just eat. We just eat the food. We just eat. Well, that's what that's part of that's that's what you're supposed to do. One of the only benefits. Yeah, that's definitely part of the allure. Here's the the benefits are you get food like Popeyes. Who just grab a a chicken leg and just go in back and eat it. (laughs) Just grab it off the rack. Uh, And then you get to mix your sodas, which was unheard of back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Suicides. You could do all kinds of. This is Dr Pepper, a little bit of Coke. I had a, I had a couple combinations. Everybody had combinations. Yeah, I had like they had a fruit punch because you know they had a. Did you put the frosty in it? Now, what we have well, frosty the frosty and the fruit punch. No. Yes. Popeyes, what? Popeyes, no, Popeyes, Popeyes didn't, have Popeyes didn't do ice cream. No, no we had like uh, we had a key lime pie. We had a, a okay. deep fried apple pie. Um, we didn't have any ice cream. No, nothing frozen. Yeah, no desserts anyway. So we had the we had that frosty. What you guys do? You just you just mix up the sodas. Yeah, like I like I, I we had a fruit punch and we had like I, I figured out a way to make it like the fruit punch mixed with a couple other things and it tasted like. 
carbonated Hawaiian punch. That was my okay. uh-huh. that was my go to. Okay. It was like Dr Pepper slash fruit punch. You know whatever it was. Okay. Um, we had um, they never had when I was there. This is years ago. I was working at Wendy's. When I was there, they had they didn't have they had chocolate shakes, chocolate frosty. But they didn't have vanilla. Yeah, that's a newer one. Right now, yeah. now they have vanilla. I've they never. Have, I still never. If I go to Wendy's, I'm getting a chocolate frosty. Right. Yeah. Like well, here's what you would do: is you would take it. Put about half the cup with frosty, frosty, right, and to fill the rest of it with big red soda, like a float. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the rest of it with big red soda, and then that would be good. Oh, yeah, because I don't really eat chocolate ice cream. <laughs> right. But I would eat that. Right. <laughs> I don't know who found that one out. You know what know. they would do? My brother worked at Wendy's. My brother, and my friend Kevin, worked at Wendy's, and Wendy's they just brought back chocolate chunk cookies. Mm-hmm. They for years didn't have them, but back then they had these prepackaged yeah, we had chocolate those. chunk cookies. And my brother would just fill his pockets with chocolate chunk cookies <laughs> throughout the night. And um, you break those up and put them in a Frosty? Yeah. That's done, that's the move. That was our you move. Saw, see, you saw, also used to have a salad bar. Yeah, I remember that. Back yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. So it had pasta on it. Yeah. So you would have you would make garlic bread. Ah, okay. Garlic breads were great. It would just take a bun, a, a Whopper bun, yeah. cut it in half, uh, put this garlic spread sauce and just toast it. Yeah, that shit was good. When, yeah, a little, little salad. Is, we make a sandwich out of them shit. Gourmet meal. Yeah. No, you make a sandwich and then you put and then you you make your burger first. Yeah, and then you make your bun and then you put that burger on the on the on that garlic bun. Yeah, that shit was good. You guys are pretty innovative. Y'all should have been. Yeah, there. Man, when you're working fast food, you start to. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, we've work. talked about. I don't know if you were here for this conversation. I don't know because you worked at Popeyes. I did. I just ate the. I just ate stuff on the menu. Did you have? Wouldn't. This is my Popeyes had this. I've never seen it anywhere else. Did you have the barbecue sandwich? Yes. Okay. It was the worst. Oh, you don't know how to do uh, it. was delicious. I never made uh, we, we just take old chicken. And no, we, we would take fresh chicken. No, we would take old chicken and, and put barbecue sauce and stir it up and put it in the microwave. Okay, here's oh, what we well, do. That's wrong right there. We put would it in take, the microwave. It's that microwave that's killing yeah. it. Yeah. We would take chicken off the rack and we would peel the skin off with like tongs, mm-hmm. pull the meat off so it's kind of like shredded, like pulled meat. Mix it with the barbecue sauce that they have for the nuggets. Right. And we didn't keep buns we because no one ever ordered it. So what we would do is we'd take two biscuits, cut them in half, and there would be two. They would be the buns for the barbecue chicken sandwich. Oh, wow. So it's on a biscuit. It's barbecue chicken on a biscuit. That's the way to go. Which, well, well, we sold it. People ordered it, and we had buns. Yeah. See, we, we almost never sold it, so we just... When people ordered it, we would just give them two biscuits. Did, did y'all sell a chicken sandwich? Like the chicken sandwich? No, they didn't have sandwiches at all. Oh, okay. Than, so we had the chicken sandwich. Yeah. And I was one. there before you because I worked in Popeye 87, 86. Yeah, I started 88 at Popeye's. Yeah. And we basically, people ordered it. When people would order a chicken sandwich, the spicy mile, yeah. we would take, uh, rip, the, rip the, the breast meat off yeah. of a chicken breast, take all the bones out. Right. Batter it like a normal piece of chicken and fry it. It was it was made to order. Okay. So that's how we did the chicken sandwiches. Okay. So and we had buns. We had sesame seed buns. Yeah. See, we I think so. we technically were supposed to have buns. We just if we ever got them, it would go bad. Well, people people ordered those chicken those those um those barbecue chicken sandwiches and the um, chicken breast sandwiches. We just would rip. Rip the um the rip me off. I did the thing Andy said just a couple weeks ago. Let's do it yourself. I got two thighs. Two thighs. Two thighs. Uh, uh, two biscuits. And I said, "Hey, can I get some barbecue dipping sauce?" 
I just brought it home and tore it up and mixed it up and put it on the side. Yeah. <laughs> you made your own bun. It's fucking delicious. But I added shredded cheese. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. You, you, you should call a corporate office and the, say, look what I got. The biscuit. I ain't giving them motherfuckers anything. No, yeah. what? The biscuit in place of the bun is the key. I think that, that sounds kind of delicious. I, I'm telling you, it was fucking delicious. So we used to make it for ourselves. But no one ever. It was like, the, you know what it was? It was like in the, cor- the bottom corner of the menu. No one <laughs> would ever get there. Barbecue chicken biscuit sandwich? It just said barbecue chicken sandwich. It was like $1.99 back then. You remember the price. Yeah, I remember a two-piece cost three fifteen after tax. I remember that. People wow. ordered all the time. That's without without a drink. Right, two-piece. That's a regular two-piece with a side. Yeah. Damn, I don't remember none of the price. Three fifteen. I got a good memory, though. Yeah, like an elephant. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we and then, it, like we've talked about before, they had Cajun Sparkle just out by the salt and pepper and all the other condiments. That's kind of weird, though. I don't remember Cajun Sparkle out. Okay, we had it out. Like, we didn't we didn't give a fuck, man. <laughs> we were rebels. He was, was a renegade Popeye. Shit, we'll do what we want, man. You know, come in here and shut us down? Shit. Shit, I ran, I ran across a brand new Popeye's. <laughs> just down, down in Fairfax where no black people. I'm like, how y'all going to survive? Like, oops, white people eat chicken. If you build it, they will come. It was like white people eat chicken. White too. people like chicken. Yeah, fried chicken. I've been to McDonald's twice now with touchscreen ordering. That's kind of weird. Yeah, but they have an employee yeah, telling just, you how to, use to get rid of employees. Yeah, they got it. They got you to it. It's like here. I was like, uh, why don't you just order this for me, baby? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the idea is once everyone gets it, they're not going to need that employee anymore. I know. So you're just going to help them eliminate your position? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, go ahead and train your replacement, <laughs> which is the customer in this the case. Touch screen. And then you can pay for it there, or you can actually you pay can. for it, go up to the register and pay. Uh, while you're waiting on your food, listen, I'd like you to take this mop. <laughs> go ahead and mop up that uh, that spilled cup over there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the customer. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Go ahead and mop up. <laughs> yeah, act like you're doing something. You want your space to be clean, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> clean that table off. I'm not going to clean it. I just work here. Uh, you, yeah. You are a customer. <laughs> Who cares? Jesus. I mean, you can already order from like the app and shit and just go get your food. I'm not. A lot of places. Yeah, I'm good conscious I'm not getting a McDonald's app. They have a lot of discounts. Yeah, they got a lot, lot of free stuff on there. Tons of okay. coupons. Burger King too. <laughs> I'm just saying, buddy. You just don't, 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 don't uh, knock it. Burger King just has the app I'm where you. I'm not getting a McDonald's app. Nor sh- do I need McDonald's free stuff. Yeah. Well, the free stuff will probably kill you. Whatever the fuck the free stuff. Well, is. the stuff that's not free kills you. So I think when you down- download the McDonald's app, you immediately get like a free order of fries. Like you get a oh, coupon I'm already. I'm gonna get in there. Something like right that. Now. All these younger comics have told me about it. It's like, oh, man, because they're all poor and hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to eat cheap. You know, I, I, I forget. I totally forget how poor people are sometimes. When you when you be talking, I be I was talking about, yeah, man, I got this brand new car. And then somebody looked at me and said, wow, I wish I could get a brand new car. <laughs> You'll get there I one wish day. I could get a car. <laughs> I wish I could have. Dude, I don't even have good shoes. Yeah. I was like, you- damn, how poor are you guys? You're like, I'm a white bum. I don't have socks on right now. (laughs) This is my second day of underwear. You know, when you're young, you get you get by on hand-me-downs and second-hand shit, old cars. But is that's true? I have a lot of weird smells and smoke coming out of them. (laughs) We all had that era in our lives. You're right. I had old cars. Yeah, we all had cars that kept fucking up. Mm -hmm. You know, ride bikes everywhere. Yeah, I used to ride a bike to work when my car broke and I couldn't afford to pay for it to get fixed right away. Cold as shit outside. I can ride. I'm fine. I'm fine. Right. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. I'm fine. I don't, I don't need a car. Who needs a car? God. I, don't, I don't know if you know about that hill going up. Uh, Challenging myself. <laughs> going up Van Doren. That real steep hill coming from Alexandria going into Fairfax. Uh huh. I used to ride up that damn hill to go to work. It'd be all yeah. sweaty. 
when he gets yep. to work. And throw my bike in the back of my uh, cable van. Oh. <laughs> Keep old trucking. Just like my bike would be in the cable van next to the uh, Where was your office at? Uh, Pickett? Nah, my office is in Springfield. It's the exact same place. You drove all the way. To, you rode your bike all the way to Springfield. From Van Dorn. Yeah, I, I lived in Alexandria City on East Glebe. Yep, and I would I would go through Old Town Alexandria. Yep, I rode that bike. It was like for a week. <laughs> would you have like a ten speed? Oh, a week. That's no, it. A well, week. Okay, okay, two weeks. I'll make it. Drunk. Two weeks. You a ten speed? No, I had a specialized mountain bike. Oh, okay. Well, it, was it was actually like eighteen gear. Yeah, it was very. It was a very nice bike. And so you were dropping it down to the to the low gears to get up that hill. I did. I was a little fit then. I mean, shit, I was like 27, 28. Yeah. 27. Because I started working there when I was 26. So, yeah, I remember those days. I just don't like looking back. Ramen noodles. Everybody remembers those days. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of ramen noodles. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm all right. Good. Okay, I'm okay. Eat a lot of pasta. My mattress is on the floor, but I'm okay. Yeah. So who needs a box spring? Yeah, who needs that? Yeah. <laughs> who needs a frame? And then you get the box spring. It's like, who needs a frame? Yeah, who needs who, yeah. Who, and then who you need? buy a new mattress that comes with a frame. You're oh. like, who needs a headboard? Yeah, who, who yeah. needs a headboard? I don't fucking need a headboard. Who needs a footboard? And who the need? wall behind your bed starts turning the color of your pillows. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the, the dye of yeah, your pillow starts wearing on it. Well, yeah, because, you know, I used to put product in my hair, so it was always going to be some wave grease or something. Would you have a curl? No, I just I just, had, I, just, just, I just keep the waves, keep the waves. So you had a greasy wall. I had to, they had the do rag. Yeah, that's why you get a headboard. You got to have a greasy headboard. Oh uh, well, I just didn't do that. I, just, I don't need a headboard. And then you get. What's well, a woman's gonna grab onto if she ain't got no headboard? Right, that's true. I don't know. She grab onto me. That's what she grab oh, on. Oh, yeah. Have. Grab onto these muscles. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you talking about? Grab onto these biceps. Where's your headboard at? Shut up. <laughs> Come on. Grab onto these biceps. I'm going to get one. I'm going to get a headboard. Just to look I feel at so bad for women when they walk into that guy's bedroom the first time. It's just like a mattress on the floor. Yeah. Or, or or it's just a mattress in a bike. It's just not a bed. I feel bad for They're women. Stepping, just walking and it's not stepping a bed. on your underwear from three days. Yeah, ago. you just feel bad for women. You know what? I, I picked this stuff up, and I still oh, the first time you brought a woman back to a to a nice bedroom. How good you felt <laughs> to bring her to a nice bedroom. I was married. I brought my wife back to a nice bedroom. <laughs> See, here's the thing. In our first apartment, I had a bedroom set that my parents had bought me for a birthday. Oh, okay. So I just took all my shit. Yeah. <laughs> out of my out of my parents' house, yeah, and just took it to my took it to my. So I had basically had my recreated house room yeah. in my apartment. Oh. So I had a good bedroom. Well, <laughs> you well, you, you were lucky because I wasn't that fortunate. I had the I had the chest of drawers. I had a, a, a hutch, which is a desk with the little library thing on top of it, where you could put books with the light switch in. Yeah, it. yeah. I had the the matching. Um, the matching uh, uh, table right next to the bed, a little two-drawer table next to the bed. Yeah, a little nightstand. A little small bookcase. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> I was balling, man. Turn that fucking... And then the, the hutch had a had a light, had a reading light on it, a little, a little like 30-watt reading light bulb. Yeah. So when it was sexy time, no candles, just light that oh, little light up. Oh, oh, what? When it was yeah. sexy what? time. Light that little light up, put on yeah. the, put on that uh, Quincy Jones secret garden. Oh. What? Secret <laughs> On the boombox. What? <laughs> Yeah, my no, apartment. I had a good stereo. I oh, always had a good stereo. <laughs> my apartments. I mean, like when I, my brother and I, we got a. Our first apartment was just a one bedroom, like just dump, because we had to get out. You know, we just had to get out of our mother's house. We, just, we needed to live on our own. Our second apartment was uh, nicer, but it was like when you walked in, like the, the the couches were pretty good, the TV was nice, you know, all that. But it was like if you move through the apartment, if you moved 
toward the bedrooms, the apartment would depreciate <laughs> as you got closer to like it's the funny, neighborhood. Ours went the fine. exact opposite way. Oh, really? It would yeah, appreciate it was the in value. Exact opposite way. Yeah. <laughs> ours would go down in value. Ours got better as you went deeper in the apartment. Yeah. Coming that living room was just a little shitty, <laughs> shitty dining room table with the two shitty chairs. Yeah. The couch. <laughs> yeah. No, we had a we had a we had a nice couch love seat and another a sleeper sofa that our friend gave us a fit perfectly in our apartment. Uh, we had a computer desk with a computer, internet, right there, because we put all our money into that stuff. And then if you go down that hall, it's like, well, just, there's a... You just got a pallet on the floor. A, there's a mattress on the floor in there. There's a beat-up old dresser where I keep some Boy. clothes. Uh, let's stay out here for a while. We had a nice television, couch. me and Troy, in our like first apartment. We had a five-disc changer and all we this. We had a Ooh. television. We had a couch. Yeah. And somebody gave us, and I think we might have had a coffee table. I can't remember for sure. I think we might have had a coffee table. Yeah. And that was it. That's all we had. We had no lamps. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we had no nothing. We lived right by and Walmart. And we never bought one. We never even thought to go yeah. buy one. It just never Walmart. even occurred to I us. Live we lived right by Walmart. Walmart so that you could get like a cheap torch lamp, you know, like, you know, decent looking Walmart shit. Yeah. So we had a, a decent looking setup. <clears throat> and then... um you know, like uh, I bought a five disc changer thing. I, you know, like my, all of our all of our uh, funds went into the main room, and then the the my brother's room was terrible. <laughs> it was awful. He was just it was a mess. <laughs> it was I just kept the door closed. But even my room was just hand me down shit, old mattress, um, mm. beat up old pillows. You know, even the pillows weren't fluffy anymore. Oh, you know they I mean? were flat. Flat. Flat yeah. had a bunch of drool stains Fucking everywhere. Flat pillows. Flat pillows with drool stains. Yeah. yeah. I didn't give a fuck. Well, I mean, I I've, I guess I've been fortunate because I've always lived with a woman most of the time. Oh, okay. So, you know, she always got to have that nice stuff. I mean, my first apartment by myself was, uh, I had this, it's, it's ironic that I literally lived in the exact same apartment complex that I live in currently, in my first apartment over 30 years ago. <laughs> All right, and it's the exactly the same Man, size. How far you've come? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, I was just looking at that shit too, because I googled my old place that me and my wife had, uh, five thousand square feet, uh, house w- on a quarter acre with a two car garage. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, if you Google it, if you Google my house right now, you'll see my car in the driveway. What? And it was recycled day because the recycle bin was on the curb. Like an image search? It's yeah. Old, old old street view? Image. Yeah, Street View, Google. Google it up. How long ago have you, I mean. Google it up. How long ago did no, you live there? I lived there, oh, well, 2010 I moved out. Yeah, it's okay. 40, 4413 Hunt Chase Drive in Bowie, Maryland. Oh, okay. Well, sometimes they'll update the maps picture. No. It'll tell you on the picture. The the Street View when is. It was taken. They give you the year. It's 2008. 4413, what was it? 4413 Hunt Chase Drive. Hunt Chase Drive is such a street name. Yeah, and I I was looking back. I was like, man, we was living it up. I still got the bed, though. We had a sleep number bed, king size. I, well, we, we talked about my bed several times. Yes, we have. <laughs> yeah. But that's just my favorite thing about it. I was like, it might be time for a new bed, though. What was the city? Bowie. Bowie, Hunt, Maryland. Hunt Chase. Bowie, Maryland. It's not pre-populating. Interesting. Yeah. Four 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 one three hunt chase. Four four one three hunt is it hunt chase all one word? Or yeah, one word. Okay, let's try that. There we go. And I was Holy like, Merle. man. And you were out there with your little lawnmower? No, actually, it was just recycled. I don't know. I probably was in the house when they when they drove by. No, I mean, in, in general, like when you. Were well, yeah, I had a ride in house. 
Yep, that's my house right there. Oh, look at that. Oh, yep. all right. right in front of you, right there. <laughs> look at that house. What, you bought it on your VA? Right out of the, Actually, out of no, I didn't use my VA. We bought that um, conventional. <laughs> what, you, you hung on to the VA? Yeah, I still got that. No, look at the big-ass house. Yeah. It's all brick. Car out there, all brick. Yeah. That's the house she's supposed to be living in now. Mm-hmm. No, it you messed away. it up. Yeah. It went away. I did no, something wrong, and he fixed it back. Oh, oh well. he fucked it uh, up. All right. But oh, yeah, yeah, that was the house... Uh, that they got foreclosed on Uncle Sam. Oh, I was wondering why. What happened. Yeah, Uncle Sam said we just stop making payments on it. Yeah, I mean, the shit. The mortgage was like fucking five grand a month. Oh, did it change? It. Uh, well, the, yeah, uh, it, did, it changed because. Did you we, buy in with Freddie Mac? And no, I was just reading no, about that no, we again. Had, we had conventional. You want to hit that's me with it? The, yep, that's the Evo right there in the front. Oh, you got the Evo in the front. Hit me with the candy. All the uh, oh, so the candy. All the white neighbors oh, oh. were like, "These people are problem. They have a yeah. loud sports car. <laughs> yeah, they've got an Evo. I've never even heard of that car. Yeah, that's it. Two car garage, rolling hills, trees. <laughs> was, that's back in the day, man. Cul de sac. I mean, this is yeah. I lived on the coast. Not just the cul de sac, by the way. It's cul de sac with that little circle of grass in the middle. <laughs> you don't circle. see that a lot. It's not a circle. You Look at that. It's got that little circle. Oh, it does. I forgot it did. <laughs> yeah. You go around a big circle. So if you had like a I dog, for- you can take your dog. People took their dog around that circle. Yeah, right. I forgot. Did you see that circle? I, yeah. Oh, I forgot it Look had that. Look at that little circle again. Oh, my that's God. A, that's a touch you don't even see in cul de sacs <laughs> in a regular neighborhood. I completely forgot it had it. Yeah. So did you buy that before the economic downturn? Yeah, we bought it right before. We bought it right. 07. I was just, I was just, oh. I just got Eddie Glaude's book, Claude. Claude's book, and that's a big part of the start of it is how Bush really, really pushed black home ownership and minority home ownership, and then all these predatory lending started. Yeah, people took advantage of that. Took and then they, your mortgage one month is like five hundred dollars a month, and then next month it's five thousand dollars a month. Well, the the, the, the odd, adjustable rates. The odd thing is that that kind of happened to us, and we was trying to get it reorganized, but we went through foreclosure twice before. The um once right before the serious economic turndown in 08 and, and everything kind of just blew up and then now what happened? You had a good job. What happened to the or phone? she her job is what happened? Oh, she lost her job. Yeah, her job. She lost her job. That's what happened. What was the um? That was the primary source of. What did this house cost back then? Six hundred. And what was your mortgage? What it was like five thousand. Five thousand a month mortgage. Yeah. Is that how much it was when you first went into it? Yeah, when we bought it, it was six. Shit, Elton. Uh, <laughs> so she lost. She must have been making a lot of money. Yeah, we collectively we were making close to two hundred thousand a year. Okay. And how many people were living in this giant house? Well, it was us and all the three kids, the three teenage kids. adult kids. So this, all right, so you had us a four bedroom house, five bedroom house, five, six. Now, how long did you own that? Uh, before probably like five years before they came. How before? bad was your credit fucked up after that? Uh, it, it went under. It went under. It went under six. Was that okay. the beginning of the end of your marriage? Well, yeah. Went, well, no. Was it that or was it already? Well, it, it was. It south? was that combined with a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, me, me fornicating. Oh, well, that's uh, right. You got caught uh, cheating six times. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That'll, that'll about do that. it. Yeah, that'll do it. And then, um, oh, because you're like, because that, that's a, you know, all these new women you're meeting. Like, come check out my nice house. Well, I had a couple come over after she left. <laughs> But I mean, oh, she left and left you in the house. Yeah, she left me in the house. Oh, you she moved out. She so. no. I would the mortgage. We stopped paying the mortgage sep- September. Oh, probably like like summer oh nine, and she moved out. Um, 
the day before Thanksgiving. How long did you squat before they came and got you? Well, actually, I could have squatted longer. I left in like June of 2010. Okay. But I could have stayed there longer. What did you do when you left? You just went and got another apartment? Yeah, I just got an apartment. And we, we still had keys, and we would go back and get stuff, you know, back and forth. There was and, nothing in the house, though. It was just empty. Well, no, empty. It was like furniture that I didn't want or she didn't want. It was a bunch of... We left a lot of stuff. Did you take the washer dryer? No. It was, People I, do that. Well, I was living in the... I was moving to an apartment. I couldn't do nothing with that. People do that out of spite. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have time to do all of that. I was just I was just embarrassed and, and depressed. Mm-hmm. I was very depressed because she left me, and she left me with the two dogs. Well, you so, fucked you. Fuck, kind of fucked that up, though. Well, I mean, <laughs> I fucked it up, but then I but it, it, collectively it was a fuck up because she couldn't deal with her job and. I mean, you cheated six times. Well, just because collectively. You, don't don't you can't <laughs> no, no, blame no. it. You got caught six times. Well, you can't. Yeah. I mean, shit. You, do you know how many women stayed like? My, People like my mama and and and, and Owen back then. You they don't. They don't. It's, just, it's just. It's just some side pussy. Don't even worry about okay, it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was. This is all you. No, I'm not. I, you know what? I, I'll accept. Uh, 50%. She fucked up because she left. Well, she fucked up because she she couldn't hold her fucking job. Yeah, but I'm talking about what ruined the marriage. The job thing didn't ruin the marriage. That ruined the house. Well, the job, well, she, well, I was really angry, but we've talked about, you know, I have my problems. I'm going to therapy. Yep. Yep. And what happened to the little dogs? Well, I had to take them to the animal shelter. Oh, Jesus, man. Well, I mean, no, it it was a no-kill shelter, but I'm sure they they were cute, fluffy white dogs. Somebody adopted them quick. Okay. Someone's walking them around the grass grass circle right now? I mean, because I couldn't afford to keep them. I was living in a one-bedroom apartment. I was gone 10 hours a day. Yeah, and they were just in there barking, lonely. Yeah, that would be sad, and yeah. that, that hurt me. That hurt me really, because I literally, when I took them to this fucking animal shelter, my eyes were just—I was crying like a fucking baby because I didn't yeah. want to give them up, yeah. but I had no choice because I couldn't afford them and I couldn't. It wasn't you giving them up? It was everything else. Yeah, and then the dog looked probably at was. Else yeah, I mean, I'm a, giving up was making you cry. I'm, that a, do? I'm, a, I'm a hugely emotional guy. The dog's like, "Why'd you cheat, man?" Yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> Why'd you cheat? Yeah, I heard him go. Boom. We had a good thing going, man. We had a nice five bedroom house. Yeah, and they and they was shit in the corner. Yeah, you had you had plans for that house. You were gonna make a little home theater room. I was. I know. <laughs> I'm just guessing, but I'm sure you. Yeah, because that was a nice ass house. Right. You had plans. You had things you were gonna do once yeah. the kids got out. Man, that would have been nice. But it, like, it's fucked up though, because I be checking it out. We bought the house for six hundred thousand in like two thousand and seven. Yeah. And then when it when it sold at auction, it sold for like three. Yeah, my neighbor across the street literally just sold their house about six months ago, and their house had all the options, had the bump out, the sunroom, and they sold it six months ago for like four fifty. Yeah, but you bought it at an inflated price. Yeah, ridiculously inflated. Yeah, because the, the the housing market was the bubble was growing at that point. Yeah, it grew too much. Yeah, so you bought at the wrong time. Nothing. Well, yeah, I know that now. Yeah, nothing H- hind- about it. Hindsight. Oh, seven was the worst time to buy. Yes, it was yeah. the most ridiculous time to buy a house. Right. I mean, marriages ended because people bought houses in 07. Of course. <laughs> that, well, marriages ended behind the uh, behind that Freddie Mae and that uh, economic downturn and stuff like that. That did happen. That doesn't sound like what happened to your marriage, though. I think that. I, I'm going to blame it on <laughs> Freddie. economy. It's the economy. I'm going to blame it on Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. It doesn't sound like it yeah. was that. Yeah, that's it's their fault. It ain't got nothing to do with me. sounds to me like the complete blame of this is Elton Howard Jr. No, don't. Is Fannie Mae the dating site you're using? Exactly. You can't put all that shit on me. Can't put all that shit on me. Sounds like it was oh, Elton Howard Jr. That, that was responsible for this nope. nonsense. Oh, well, man. maybe Elton Howard Jr. was, but Pop Pop is a new man. This was a self-destructive thing. I mean, you had... 
the dream here. You had your Evo in the driveway. Mm. Evo was in the driveway. You had your wife. You had the family. Four you had bedroom a big house. house in the suburbs. Yes, huge. You had a grass circle in your cul-de-sac. <laughs> people drove around. <laughs> people drove around. You had one of those neighborhoods with no sidewalks. They had sidewalks. Oh, they had sidewalks. Yeah. Okay, but you that was had, one. Of, that was one of my prerequisites for. Yeah, I don't know why they don't put sidewalks in all neighborhoods now. They, they cost. They cost money. People get hit by cars. Builders but, don't. Builders don't want to build sidewalks. But you had everything. You had it all. You had a stable job. You Which had I, built yourself up. Yeah. She had a great job. You know? Yeah, yeah well, okay. And then uh, and fucking Fannie it. Mae. Fannie she Mae. lost her job, and then Fannie Mae got you. Yep, yeah, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. It was yeah. like a double team. So well, you, yeah, that's part of the predatory lending thing that was, and black people were specifically targeted. Well, people of color were targeted. Yeah. When you brought... Color. When you brought girls home, black people. When you brought girls home, was was your wife still there at the time? Or? No, she had gone. She had gone. Trifling ass boy. <laughs> she was gone, but then. that's really that's not just a nice uh, headboard situation. You got a whole life that you bring these girls into this house. Like, look at what I got. Yeah, this big house. And you lied about it because you knew the house was. Them yeah. motherfuckers could show up at any moment, zip that lock, and kick your ass out and put all this shit <laughs> they on They could. Street. That's like the guy who sees a Ferrari and takes a picture in front of it like it's his. Yeah. And then yeah, the, yeah. the owner walks up and yeah, gets they, in. They could. I mean, how many with the house had like two staircases probably? No, it only had one. Just had the one staircase? Ah, weak. Yeah, my friend had one with two. Yeah. He had the one in the back and the one in the front. He lost his joint too. He had like, he would have five acres. He just rolled out. Um, he had the, the staircase where you... Where you can see like the the great room, yeah. And you can walk up in the back to his bedroom, yeah. And he lived on five acres in Brandywine. Yeah. His house, I think, was appraised at close to eight before he rolled out. And I foreclosure. Well, yeah, he let it go, and because he, he bought his house after I bought mine, but he had his built, contractor and everything. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a dream that they sold. That they sold black people, more people. Yeah. And then they fuck, they fuck more people over. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people because they let the they let the uh, industry go unregulated. Yeah, they want they their banks was just making money selling selling fucking mortgages, mm-hmm. hand over fist, and they didn't realize this shit was getting ready. To, everybody's mortgage when people mortgage reset, they can't fucking pay for it. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's mortgage reset in two thousand eight, and it was like whoop, we got a problem. Everybody was like, we told you this problem was coming. <laughs> Should have gone fixed rate. Yeah, fixed. Yeah, fixed rate thirty years. But then that was the problem. You couldn't afford you couldn't the amount of house. Fixed rate thirty years. That's the thing. Well, they wouldn't give you. They wanted you to get into. You it wouldn't qualify that. for fixed rate. Right. 30 years. Right. They wanted you to get into that rate. But the thing right. is, technically, well, the thing is, I and they could. Made it so easy to get in. I could just use if you just use the VA, you'd be there right now. Well, no, 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 no. Well, because be divorced, the, well, not happy, but you. Well, be. no, the, I still couldn't afford the mortgage. The Walk around is, a big house, lonely. Well, the thing is that is it's not the um the type of mortgage that we got. It's the amount because the house was six hundred thousand. Don't Tec- put nothing down. No, exactly. And I actually, oh, you, my okay. first my first house. That's, that, that's how they did people. Right, my first house that I sold, we made like thirty grand, and it was my house that I bought on my own. Before we got married. So, but then once she got out of law school and she started making the money she was making, she didn't like the commute. She didn't like the neighborhood. So she wanted to move. Right. And oh, she saw this fault. big old grand jour house and she wanted it. It's her fault. Well, no. <laughs> it's our fault. But when you sold your house for 30 grand, you didn't put that 30 into a down payment on the new house. You nope. bought an Evo. No, I had already had the oh, Okay. What did you do with the money then? Did you just put it away? We saved, we saved some of it, and we actually what we did was we invested in the, 
I had a, a business that that went under. Were you a DJ? No, 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 no. I was getting ready. I was no. I was buying into a franchise, a, a wheel repair franchise. Okay, wheel repair. Yeah, wheel okay. repair franchise. So I had bought a pickup truck for that, but then she was like, "No, no, no." Then we bought um, an investment property in Baltimore. Okay. So some of that money went to that. Also, a bad time to buy those. It was, and yeah. that and that was part of the whole thing, and that was have, solely in. Because then your name. renters lose their jobs because the economy tanks and well, they can't pay your rent. My renter didn't have no jobs. She was on oh. Section Eight, but the house was falling apart. <laughs> okay. And. But anyway, it, all that shit just got ate up by all that. But now my hmm. FICO score is seven fifteen, seven fifteen. So okay. I'm good. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. That's in the that's in the green range. That's in the the fight. It's the FICO. Fuck all the register. Don't yeah. be looking at Credit Karma. TransUnion. Yeah. Equifax. No. All right. So so you put zero down. Do you remember your interest rate? Mm-mm. It was up there. Yeah, but then it went up higher. Like when it adjusted. Yeah, but see, the thing is, we had two mortgages. We had oh, you got, okay. You, put all, you, you hit all the marks on these. Yeah, we had two mortgages because <laughs> okay. you had to mortgage the, the down payment and right. you had to mortgage the other part of the house. That's what they would do to people. Right. Yeah. So we had two. She said, oh, because sometimes I used to was called the big mortgage and the little mortgage. Yeah. Sometimes she, I would pay the little mortgage. She would pay the big mortgage. <laughs> but I would pay all like all the utilities, all the bills in the little house. Little mortgage should be a rapper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> little little mortgage. mortgage. Little mortgage. Little mortgage. And... Uh, what is hype man Freddie Mac? <laughs> That's what Fannie Mae. Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. Freddie Mac, Return of the Freddie Mac. Yeah. Return of the Mac. So you had two mortgages, one yep. to cover the down payment, one to cover the, the actual house. Right. And then you had, the, were they both adjustable? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were young yeah. and stupid. We didn't know no better. Well, that's what, look, I remember that time when they were really selling this idea that everyone is basically entitled to owning a home. That was the that mm-hmm. was the prevailing mood. It's just like the way now with the education bubble, which is going to burst. Everyone's entitled to a college education, so oh. people don't think about all the student. Loans. They don't think about. I wait. Let me do the count. Let me calculate all this. What the fuck is adjustable? They just listen to the person sort of telling them this dream, right. and they say, "Okay, I I can get this house without putting money down on my income," and I'm being reassured by this lender. I'm going to do it, and. This is going to happen with education because people are like, oh, yeah, everyone has to is supposed to go to college. We're all entitled to it. And then you fucking leave with six-figure debt. Oh, Elton has to go to the bathroom. got to go to the bathroom, Elton. Old man bladder. Take off your headphones, Elton. Old man, take off your bladder. He's running, old man bladder. <laughs> old man bladder. He had one little bit of bourbon. So this notion that everyone deserves to own a house. Right. And everyone right. deserves college education. And, well, the thing about the housing is that it was sold specifically to black people. I mean, George Bush stood up in the church. George, a. George W. W. stood up in a church and told black people, we're going to make it easier for you to buy houses. Well, then what happens is the government says- In Atlanta of all places. The government says, make sure people these people can buy houses. And the lenders are like, all right. Okay. Yeah. And so we're going to we're gonna sell them houses right. and take advantage of that. Right. And, and the education thing is very similar. And the people are talking about how that bubble is going to burst. People are paying student loans for decades now. Mm-hmm. And can't get out. They can never buy the house because right. they're still paying student loans forever. Right. They're stuck right. in an apartment till they're right. forty. Right, right. And a big, the big reason why the wealth gap is the way it is in in this country between black people and everybody and the rest <laughs> is because black people were purposely locked out of owning homes to right. build up wealth in the, as a community, as a people, to build up wealth. Right. We were purposely locked out. So here comes George Bush. I guess he called himself going to. 
take a step towards fixing that. I don't know. Right. He may have had all all the best interests at heart. Uh, we're going to fix this and try to try to fix this, but then, being the type of man that he is, he was kind of he was George Bush, a little bit of a doofus. He was bit. like, I just won't look over here. Yeah, we're gonna do this, and then didn't think about it again. Right, and then the lenders were like, Ah, oh, I got something for your ass, and right. then here we are. Well, they were trying to make money off the deals. Right, that's all they cared about. Right, right, and that's a big part of this of this capitalistic system and stuff like that is that you're supposed to believe that the people on the top have the best interests of the people on the bottom at in their at heart and they don't. Right. Nope. Not above their own interest for no, sure. No, not at all. Nor their nor their stockholders. Yeah. That's the big thing about like uh, um why don't black well we we don't need we have to have a, a, a livable wage. Oh, you could have a livable wage right now. Right. You could easily have that right now. Do you know why there's a minimum wage? What did Chris Rock say? You know what a minimum wage because <laughs> if they could pay you less they would. We let them pay less but it'll be illegal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They want to pay you the least amount they possibly can to do work. Yeah, that's what they want to do. They mm-hmm. don't. They don't want to pay you anything more than they ha- legally have to. That's what all this pushback. And they fight that against. too. Yeah, yeah. You know? And that's what this pushback is against it. And all these fucked up reasons as to why they can't pay people more are just lies. Did you Did you guys have? We had a student wage a when student I was growing wage? up. What student wage? It was it was, it was below minimum wage because when I worked at Popeyes. Oh. I quit. Popeyes paid me minimum wage, but I moved. I I drove a little further out in the suburbs and got paid three seventy instead of three seventy three thirty five. Yeah, when I went into workforce, it was three thirty five was the minimum wage. Right, but it's three, it was three thirty five when I went to workforce. But the Popeyes in the suburbs and the white people neighborhood paid um, three seventy. Okay. But then when I got fired, well, excuse me, when I quit from Popeyes, <laughs> I went to work at the movie theater. Okay. And the movie theater. They had a thing where they would pay you, if you were a high school student, they could pay you two eighty five an hour. Oh, because it's it's just for students. Okay. Right. They what, okay, and it, so if you drop out, you get a raise. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Is that what happens? <laughs> no. Yo, fuck school, pay me. <laughs> that was crazy. Interesting. I don't remember that. They might have done away with that. Yeah, they had it in St. Louis, or at least in my town, they didn't have it. Maybe it was just two ways for the black folks. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Speaking of black folks, Andy, tell us about uh, what you were taught about slavery in Virginia. Well, we were taught, okay, I remember this in elementary school for sure. Um, what, your headphones come out? Yeah, I don't, I don't hear anything. Did the, did the splitter come out? No, it's on. There's a, not a splitter, the extender. Make sure that's plugged in. So Virginia has a lot of history. Uh, so we, you know, when you learn history, when you grow up in Virginia, you're learning all the way back to like Jamestown and Pocahontas and all these things. A lot of the founding fathers came from Virginia, right? Uh, those early founding fathers, and many of them held slaves. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> really? Yeah. So you know, we learned about slavery. We weren't shielded from that, even in elementary school. I'm sure they didn't give us the grisly details, but. Um, and we learned that our founding fathers owned slaves as well, but we were taught, I remember specifically, we were taught that they were nice slave owners. <laughs> they were good to their slaves. They were benevolent. You know, they were like basically gods as far as, as in school, you're, you're taught that these people are above reproach. So we were taught that they were good to their slaves. Um, they would let their slaves go into town without chaperones. To sometimes you know to like buy things and purchase you know like they, their slaves weren't always in chains they were out you know 
So that's what we learned. George Washington, good to his slaves. Thomas Jefferson, very nice slave owner. Yes, slave owner, but, I mean, you could do a lot worse, Yeah, basically. I don't know if we were taught that the slaves were happy. <laughs> I don't think we were, but this is an interesting thing because Roots came out in, what, 79? Yeah. So no, I w- earlier than that because I was in Germany. 78. They re-aired it when I was a kid for sure. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when I was in elementary school, they aired Roots. And so, you can't tell your kids lies about slavery, and then the TV event of the decade is on is for five nights. Yeah. Because that was, was, like, three channels back then, early days of cable. Right. So, now that society's decades removed from that, you can probably tell your kids a lot of shit about slavery. And right. they yeah. don't, they either have to seek out that information or it has to be brought to them. And if neither one of those things happen... You couldn't lie as much about slavery because this thing, this other thing was giving information. Mm-hmm. So I remember watching Roots. I remember like, you know, obviously there were slaves that were quote unquote happy in the context of the life they were living. You know, they were, it, it wasn't just like, it wasn't a snuff film. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? But <laughs> snuff. it still, it, it still made sure you knew that these were people who were being held against their will and obviously Toby tries to run away and all that stuff. So and his foot gets cut out. Yeah, but I think in even in Roots there were slave masters who were better than others, Mm -hmm. and so that was the highlight. The thing that was highlighted for us was like these these particular all the founding fathers that you hear about, all the people on your money, they were the nice slave owners. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think they told us too much about slaves being happy as much as the slave owners being good. Right, right. Well, there's a history. The history book in Texas from 1957 to up into the 70s taught that. Let me get some of the stuff that it was actually taught. (laughs) If you were Virginia between 11th grade from 1957 to the 70s, you may have got a dose of this official state history, which is that slaves were happy, often referring to them as servants, Uh uh, glorified the Confederates, Nothing about women beyond Martha Washington and Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we got much about women. We got Harry Tubman. Yeah, so what happens is that the ideas, they're 50-year-old textbooks. Who gives a shit about those? Well, the ideas expressed in the books, historically unfounded as many of them may be, are still widespread today. They crop into debate over Confederate monuments and other realms of life. Well, also, and any new textbooks that get written are written by people who went to school back then. So they're using their own information right. and recycling it into any new textbooks. Well, that's how I was taught. Can't be wrong. <laughs> it's pretty wrong. One comma third of the books was adulation of Confederate General Robert E. Lee. General Lee was a handsome man. He was that <laughs> straight and firm in his saddle, said the fourth grade textbook. I'd fuck him. He had the Lee's horse traveler step proudly, as if he knew that he carried a great general. Even the even the horse knew what was going on. <laughs> even the horse was like, I, I'm, I got some good shit going on here, man. <laughs> you other horses, you wish you were as cool the as The central me. theme of the books was the lost cause, a narrative considered mostly mythol- mythical by historians that holds that slaves were content and that Virginia could have dealt with slavery on its own if not for the meddling northerners oh boy. whose actions led to the Civil War. Robert E. Lee had a five-bedroom house in Bowie, Maryland with an Evo out front. <laughs> Evo right out front. He had a whole theater room, man. That's, shit. That's tight. He had two decks. Two decks. I only had one. But. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice, too. It was composite wood, so it was nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, I got the tracks. Oh, I forgot going. about my grill. I had a Weber. Mm. Oh, you had a big-ass $1,000 grill? I did. Okay, see? <laughs> On Amazon.com, where the seventh-grade book is rare enough to sell for more than 
Oh, the old book. <laughs> One reviewer who used the text as a young Ricci, as a young teacher, said, "The book was both informative and correct on how the history was presented. I am not a racist and never have been. All slaves are not mistreated. My classes were integrated, and there was absolutely no problems using this textbook." You're a Nazi. <laughs> uh, the thing about all slaves <laughs> mistreated. I mean, in the context of slavery, yes, some had to have been treated better than others, but they're yes. all slaves. Slavery slavery's just bad. Were they slaves? Then they're, they would. Then it was right. Bad. Then, did they have? Did they have freedom of movement? Did they have free will? Then no, they didn't. Then that's poor treatment. They were owned. You know, that's it's torture. And they made the best of their situation. That doesn't right. mean that, I mean, that, that they were happy in the context of that or content or sometimes treated better than a different guy's slaves. They wanted to call the landmark Battle of Gettysburg, which halted Confederate advances in the North and forced Lee to retreat to Virginia. They wanted to call it a stalemate. <laughs> it wasn't a stalemate. It was a defeat. Split decision. <laughs> but they said that after the Confederate victory at Cold Harbor 11 months later, Lee was still undefeated. Oh, Seventh God. grade history book said that. Uh, I mean, we did learn that Robert E. Lee was uh, a great tactical general. Who? Robert E. Lee. Oh, was he? Yeah. Uh, despite fighting for the Confederacy, people- There's a lot of great tactical generals who lost their asses. People respected Rommel, Lee's ability. for instance. Right. <laughs> uh, but even still, Robert E. Lee owned slaves. You know, they, We also, we did hear, we were told that Robert E. Lee was- just a proud Virginian who wanted to fight for his home state. It wasn't so much about the political causes for the Civil Nor War. slavery. That's they were just getting yeah. into that. It was just they huge. say they often they oftentimes tell that lie that yeah. the slavery had nothing to do the very had nothing to do with slavery. He was a he just wanted Virginia to so win. I loved I love when I hear black people parrot that bullshit. I love they it. Do what? When I hear black people say that, well, the war didn't have anything to do with slavery. What did it have to well, do with? That's the truth. Is well, it was rights. just the right for the states to. Govern themselves in a manner that keeps slaves that they saw fit. Yeah, that was the right. It was the right to own slaves. Well, it didn't really have anything to do with it. Yes, it did. It's all it had to do with. Wow. You know how you know that because that's what they told you <laughs> when they were when they were seceding from the union. They told you that. Yep. Right. The Articles of Secession or whatever. A lot of the states had it in there. Like, huh. hey man, don't fuck with our slaves, man. We want these slaves. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll see you later. If you point that out, then they'll say, well, it was a little bit of that. Well, I mean, it's a complicated issue, yeah. but you oh, can't little, just yeah. stay. They'll say that. Yeah, so it's serious. It's all complicated. Can't just stay, is it? I mean, Robert E. Lee, he just, he just wants Virginia to get the W. That's all. He just wants to, <laughs> he, just, he likes Virginia, so he loves it so damn much. Yeah. Virginia is proud. Love it. Proud Virginian. Yeah, with that, that horse living it up. He wanted to have people remain in bondage and be tortured because he loved Virginia. That's well, it's all. because of this that you have schools in Texas who are telling their students to uh, list some positive aspects of slavery. Yeah. <laughs> Today? That was a middle school assignment. Yeah, it was a middle current? school assignment. Yes, last it was, week. It was positive. two columns, slavery, Ouch. positives, and negatives. And negatives. And you're this supposed was to Wednesday. Fill in the blanks on what's Get positive. the fuck out. Eighth grade American history class at Great Hearts Monte Vista in San Antonio, my hometown. Yeah. Oh the boy. life of slaves, a balanced view. <laughs> a balanced view. <laughs> Look, man, you got you to take the good with the bad, right? Yeah. His son had to do this, so he brought it home and showed it to his parents. His parents were like, what the fuck? <laughs> a balanced view. Mm. Yeah. You got to write the good and the bad. 
<laughs> well, what's the, the good is only the good they'll say like great heart staff invited his family and other concerned parents to a meeting on Thursday to discuss the matter. <laughs> the, for the good they'll say they got fed and they got a place to live and sleep. Yeah. Um, Levar said that he and his family are Mexican American and identify as Chicano. Chalked the whole idea up to lack of diversity in the school among the student and body staff. But this is a common. This is why it's a common thing that's taught. He said his son is being attacked by the in the school. I'm like, yeah, of course he is. The other students are like, well, you don't know. But that's what eighth Daddy grade. Said. Yeah. When I was in third or fourth grade or second grade, we were taught that some slave owners were nice to their slaves. Yeah. You got it when you're teaching an eight year old about slavery. You've got to leave some shit out. Yeah. But these are like 13, 14. But you know what you don't leave out? That it was bad. Right. <laughs> it's just bad. Right. But when someone's in eighth grade. <laughs> What's good? There's no good. It's giving bad, balance. Like, no, you just give them, tell them the truth. But that's the whole, there's two sides. You know, by yeah. the time they're in eighth grade, they've, a lot of them have fucked. Yeah. Like, you know, these are young adults, basically, in eighth grade. They've got the internet in their pocket. They yeah. know what's going on in the world. Yeah, you don't but have to they do don't, these. but they don't believe because the internet, you know, people put stuff on the internet, yeah. man. Sugarcoating it with like this, This uh, you got, okay, let's just give them some balance and yeah. the truth will be revealed later. They've probably at that point, they know about Hitler. They know about genocides and atrocities. They're Not in eighth country. grade. Not this country, man. And besides that, they didn't kill that many Jews. Yeah. yeah Jews I mean, have a weather machine. <laughs> <laughs> there you go with that again. <laughs> well, I mean, how do you, man? It's, it is starting to get kind of hard to explain this weather. So, <laughs> it's yeah. the juice. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm starting. I don't know. I it's, mean, it, it's it, very it, hard to explain a weather machine. One, one, one day it was 80 degrees, the next day it was 50 degrees. I don't know what's going that's on. Somebody the pushing the that's button. The Jews adjusting the weather by 30 degrees. You're Somebody right, is man. pushing the button somewhere. They turn the thermostat down. Yeah, someone turned the knob. <laughs> Somebody turned the thermostat down. Like fuck you. This is what you go get right there. Yeah. What a weird, yeah. I don't know. Hour to have hour, or just above an hour, hour one. Okay, roughly, something like that. That's yeah, a, but that's just, this is what this country teaches because this country never, well, they did grapple with it and they decided that you know, we're not. It's white is okay, and we're not going to have white people feel bad. No. Well, then a lot of these people turn into adults who don't understand racial dynamics. Right. So a lot of them are just are it, the, the idiots you see on Facebook. Like you know when you when someone has a controversial post about race and you look at all these comments of these people, you know these posts that have like thousands of comments, right. and you're like, where where the fuck are these people coming from? They're all around you. They're all they're all raised on these ideas, and, and they're, they're all around you. Them. They just don't talk about it around you, and they don't question the ideas they were taught, they were given as children. They're just like, oh, okay, yeah, this is true, and then they give mm -hmm. that. And it, it, it's a cycle that perpetuates because some of those comments you're like, there's no way all these people are this stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah they mean, are. But they're it's, not bots. They're actual people. They're all around yeah. you. And I think that's the thing that has always kind of bothered me about uh, just ignore them and they'll go away. Like, you, if you believe that, you're an idiot. Right. You're an idiot if you believe that. Just just ignore them, man. If they, Look, if somebody's racist, just ignore them. They're, they're not that many. No, there are millions of people who believe like that. And at the school in Michigan, these kids are taunting other kids with Confederate flags and had to close the school. Uh, Michigan was on the northern side. Yeah, kind of. it's kind of <laughs> right. far north. Yeah, They're not on it's the kinda, southern side. It's kind of way above the Mason-Dixon line. And these kids didn't just go buy that flag at Kohl's. Yeah, they had that shit. It was in the house. Yeah, you know what I mean, like they they didn't just go get a flag yeah. to taunt kids. They yeah, had a Confederate flag at home. So well, what I mean, they, they would they tell the black kids, Amazon. what they would tell the black kids in the Amazon. school, <laughs> the school is ninety six percent white. So what you tell, you know, that four percent of black children that go to the school is you tell them, oh, just ignore it. It's not that bad. There's not that many. It's not really a thing. No, it is a thing. It's a huge thing. Right, yeah, it's and bad. it's all around you. 
But then I that's all it always bothered me. People would say that. Well, just ignore it. It's just you just like gotta ignore it. If they had an ISIS flag, you wouldn't say just ignore it. Yeah. yeah. You would say zero tolerance. Nope. No tolerance. So you let these kids ride around in pickup trucks in Michigan. That's what they're Riding around in pickup trucks with Confederate Mich- flags. Michigan wasn't even a state doing talking the about Talking about states' rights in Michigan. Right. Michigan wasn't even. What are the teachers? Why aren't the teachers embarrassed? If I'm a teacher at that school, I should be embarrassed. Yeah, who fucked up these kids' minds? That this fucking happened. <laughs> that I allowed that this to year? happen. Yeah, that is. You allowed bad. that to happen. How'd that happen? State curriculum. How'd that happen? Oh, that's right. Betsy DeVos is from there. Also, Texas dictates the whole nation right. with that shit because they have, uh, they're not going to make different textbooks for every state. So right. Texas is the biggest. So wherever Texas sends their educational ideas, they get they filter throughout the rest right. of the country. Hmm. Right. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's that's where we're at because no one wants to look at it and no one wants to talk about it and people just want to ignore it. Stop just ignoring it, black people. And smack shit out of somebody if they tell you just to let, let it go. Don't worry about it. Fuck mm-hmm. you. You're a Nazi. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Elton hasn't had, heard that one before. Yeah, that's funny. Every You're time. a Nazi. <laughs> that makes me giggle. Let's finish up with talking about uh, Big Frida. Elton, you know Big Frida? Yeah, Big Frida, Big Frida baby. The grand diva, you best to believe her. I know Big Frida down in New Orleans. So baby. we talked about, I didn't know... Drake had Frida on his stuff. Yeah, baby. I didn't know that. I knew that Beyonce had Frida on that Lemonade album. I knew it because I heard that Lemonade album when it first came out. I heard it about 872 times. Yeah, baby, because uh, Amy yeah. loved that, baby. Jesus Christ, that goddamn. What is she got? You got that Cardi B, baby? Goddamn. You know she does. Ooh, buddy, <laughs> invasion of privacy. <laughs> you know drip she it. does. Keep on dripping. I know drip, you drip. like that ignorant ass shit. Keep on drip, drip, drip. Why you showing your dick me? Show me your dick man. I don't need to see. Why you looking? I I'm just trying to relax. He turned my, right towards me. No, you know what? I'm trying to. I'm trying to stretch out because my knees are starting to ache because I'm old. Because you're old, <laughs> and uh-huh. you looking at my pee pee. Stop looking at my package. You right gotta now. get the bulge sticking out there. I mean, it's not on purpose. That's just that's just the bulge my, in your pocket. Yeah. I'm scared. That's mm-hmm. just my thing. Oh. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. I know big uh, freedom. Big freedom. You see, yeah, you have freedom on your albums. Why don't you ever on stage with you or in the video? Well, because it, it, oh, uh, we gotta explain who Big Frida is. Big Frida, the is, grand diva, you best to believe her. Yeah. Big Frida is a um, a New Orleans artist. Yeah, makes New Orleans the, uh, basically bounce. bounce music. Bounce, yeah. um, Big Frida, baby. And Big Frida is one of the bigger names in that scene. She, Maybe the biggest. Probably the biggest now. Yeah, Big, Big Frida. Frida is a um, a man. Like, yeah, in drag, just a, a drag. Right? I don't know. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Big Frida would say. I don't know. He or she is trans. I think. I, that, don't, uh, I don't think. I don't think she's trans. But no. I think he. I think it's a gay man. Yeah. Who. I, I guess does he dress up as a woman? Yes. Yeah, but he also wears jeans and Tim's. <laughs> yeah. So there's gender bending going on. Yeah. That, like, and there's open bend. homosexuality going on. Right. That's bending. very much yeah. very much homosexual. Married to a man. Yeah. You know, very much homosexual. And um and oh, this is I know Big Frida was married. Yeah. Yeah. And we're talking about rap. I watched music. the show. That's how I, <laughs> oh. Rap music is uh a little slow to come around on yeah. on <laughs> although some younger rappers are Gender bending a bit now. Right, they're, they're right. you know, they're more open to gay rappers. Right. Yeah, Takashi six nine, sixty nine. Really, Takashi, Takashi. Who's who's that? Oh, you have to look him up. I can't explain that guy. <laughs> Takashi. How do you spell? I've Tekashi? only seen pictures of him. Six right? nine. He got rainbow hair. You have to. 
Oh, okay. You got to, you got to, I can't even. How do you spell Takashi, though? Dude, I don't know. Just look up rapper 6ix9ine. I don't even know. <laughs> Six, I don't even, he spells it weird. Like, yeah, he does. A lot of X's. It's ve- definitely spelled very strange. Takashi 6, T-E-K-A-S-H-I? That might be it. All right. Takashi, I'm just doing an image search. Rainbow hair. Takashi oh, it's a white dude. No, he's Asian. Asian. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Face yeah. tattoos. Yeah, he's too he's real his his whole body is his whole vibe is busy as shit. Mm-hmm. Is um That's him. Is Takashi gay or trans or I think he I think he might be straight. Oh, just just gender bending. Yeah, he just looks weird. I mean that, that's okay. if, you <laughs> if you gender bend you don't look weird. This motherfucker looks weird. Yeah, he's strange. He's strange. Street Frida just I mean I follow Frida on Instagram. He's a pretty man. That's <laughs> why so he's got long <laughs> hair. A pretty man. <laughs> long hair. Thank you, baby. <laughs> you know. Yeah, this Takashi Six Nine will never uh, be able to get a job anywhere with that sixty nine <laughs> oh, no. tattoo on the forehead. Mm-hmm. So let's hope this uh is this is, is Takashi a rapper or Yeah, like, he's he's pretty big in the in okay. Japan. In the generation um two below two generations below us. Oh uh, the okay, the below millennials generation. Yeah, he he they they love that guy. Generation Z. Yep, they love him. Oh, it's two sixty nine tattoos. So yeah. Takashi has sixty nine on his forehead. That's smart. And then he's got sixty nine on his abdomen in the Thug Life place that where oh, where Tupac go. had Thug yeah, Life. There you go. He's got sixty nine. That works. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a whole lot going on here with with Takashi. Takashi is crying for help. Yeah, he he's in a lot of pain. <laughs> well, his ancestors would just give him a sword and tell him handle it. Yeah, yeah, yeah just go ahead and kill yourself, fool. <laughs> handle it. Yeah. Well, what are you waiting for, man? Yeah. Oh, here's this Takashi with a lot of marijuana, uh, bags full, holding up to his ear. That's the Absolutely. new move. You'll yeah. hold it up to your ear. That's the new move. And that's not even 100 pounds. Uh, no. <laughs> that's, that's not I think that's kind of a lame move, holding like a stack of money up to your ear as though it's a phone. I'm like, yeah, because that's- you, What is this, an improv class? You're making an expensive phone call. You're a prop comic. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing, man? Where's your rubber duck? Get some cooler gestures. And where's your watermelon? Young generation. Yeah. Where's your watermelon? Point being that they, wouldn't, they won't put Frida on stage with them. I didn't know that. Or in the video. I didn't know she did a song with Drake. I think Drake just sampled her voice. Yeah, yeah. which in is like powerful. Intro to a that's song. Very strong. Same way that's what Beyonce did was sample yeah. the voice. Yeah, with the, talking about cornbreads and collard greens. You oh. know, but they don't put them in the videos, don't put them on stage with them. That's, which, yeah. well, now, why would that be, you think? I don't know. You just said, no, you know. you just said she was a pretty man. So. <laughs> she is a pretty man. Well, now, I, don't know. I would think Beyonce wouldn't have any problems with it. Yeah, I feel like, but Beyonce, maybe that was just a choice, an artistic choice for the video. And it probably was her people versus her. Beyonce, but also, what Beyonce we're, put Serena in the video. What you're doing though, it, with with Frida in these songs, is just using Frida for like a little intro. Frida's not on there like dropping a verse. Mm-hmm. So if it's a real collaboration, and Frida is is going to come in and actually co-write a song with you, that's where the you have to have Frida in the video. I think for the establishing voiceover, I you can get away with not having Frida I in the video. I think for the Lemonade video, which I've seen a million times, right? Times. It was set and shot in New Orleans, right? Because of that, that's why they used Frida. I would have said to have Frida actually voice the verse on camera, right? Even though it's just a drop in, because you're in New Orleans. It's not like Frida ain't there. Well, that's true, but you but yeah. you know why they end up because so. Beyonce's mom is from New Orleans, right? So and so she's using she's trying to get the flavor of New Orleans. Right. So that was the whole thing about 
being in New Orleans, you're trying to get the flavor of New Orleans. You're also trying to show the flooded out New Orleans and how how the shit hasn't really come back the way it's supposed to for black people and stuff like that. You're supposed to be showing all these things. So who is the face of New Orleans? Who's really Big Frida the face? Exactly. True Breeze? Oh. True <laughs> 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 Breeze. Who's not in the video? Lil Wayne, <laughs> maybe maybe Who's baby. Not in the video. Not in the video. You know? You you specifically put Frida on the song. Because as I heard the voice, I was like, that's Frida. <laughs> you hmm. know? Well, so you may as well go ahead and, and, and put him in the video. Which maybe they paid her well for a sample. Of oh, I'm sure they did. Well, yeah, there's, there's, I mean, there's a collaboration. There's money, but that's the thing. It's it's kind of like that uh, CNC Music Factory thing where they had the woman singing the hook mm-hmm. was a little Martha little, Wash, little yeah. large Martha Wash, and they had the little skinny model girl yeah. in the video, skinny little Asian girl oh. singing, but it's Martha Wash, you know. Two tons of fun, weather girl, Martha Wash. <laughs> it's a raining man. Oh, she was singing. Hallelujah. And then it, also, was- Luther Vandross, if you want to hear a great song, I Have Nothing, Luther Vandross and Martha Wash. Are you kidding? What? Mm, Luther was the man. <laughs> what? Luther Vandross and oh Marshall Wash. God, I'm, a, I'm about to put on some Luther and drive what? home. <laughs> no, you're not. I am. I'm you putting some Luther on. You ain't lying. <laughs> I ain't listening to that. Yeah, Takashi 69. Takashi. Well, maybe, uh, maybe J. Cole, but you know. You know, it's the fear. It's the fear of of uh, having a gayness on, to have gayness on stage with you. Yeah, I don't know where Beyonce's would come from. I don't. I don't get. Well, that. it doesn't have to be a conscious fear. I get fear. Drake, but I don't. I don't know where Beyonce's is coming. Yeah, from. it doesn't have to be a conscious fear. It just and by like, the way, because I guess Drake doesn't mean I agree with Drake's. Right. I mean, I think I think it was always they people making it. They people making those decisions well, for. Well, they them. people are afraid of it then. But yeah. I can override you in a second. You I'm can. looking around. I'm like, well, where's Frida at? <laughs> yeah, like if Dra- Drake is a big enough name where Drake gets to dictate. Like I say, then if Drake I hired could. a Drake hired a 22 year old girl to sing that gosh to shoot that gosh child video for him. Right. You think he didn't have anything at all to do with that? He'd walk <laughs> up and be like, who the fuck is this little young girl? Get the fuck out of here. Give me a real director. <laughs> so. If he can control that, well, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. If he can control, maybe they can yeah. have uh, just Big Frida talking, but it's like Terry Crews lip syncing. <laughs> there you, you go. Know, like that would that. work. That, I think that would work. <laughs> yeah, for optics, that would definitely work. There you go. It'll be yeah. sound like an Arby's commercial at some point. Well, they brought a white woman <laughs> in to to lip syncing in the Drake one. Okay. To just kind of be there. Oh, they actually had someone lip syncing. Oh, I don't know if she lip synced it or if she was just. The visual as the words were playing behind. Here's Ving Rhames saying things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <you> know. <laughs> we have the meat. <laughs> Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't he do voiceovers at the yeah. beginning of songs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just do that. I want cornbread and collard greens. <laughs> <laughs> we have the meat. <laughs> and now Drake. <laughs> I find it to be whack. Sing it. Bring Jizzy. people in. Don't don't run away from it. Why are you running from it? That's been a thing in music for a long time. I mean, right. there's been back in the '60s, like you know, black artists would sing the song in the studio, and someone else would be on the album cover. Right, right, you know? right. And there would just be studio I mean, musicians. It went the other way with Tina yep. Marie. Yeah, from Motown. Yeah, white artists in the song, uh, blank blank album cover because they don't want people to know she's white. Right, from Motown. Right. Yeah, yeah I remember that because. When Square Biz came out, Square uh, Square Biz, talk like, to Square Biz to your baby. Who was that black woman singing? <gasps> She's white. <laughs> and then you liked her. 
Yeah, so even Tina, more, huh? She's Tina white. was good. It's a though. Conspiracy. <laughs> her, yeah. She turned on her weather. machine. How the hell a white woman saying that good? She turned on her weather machine. Yeah. 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 How the hell a white machine. woman saying like that? Her weather machine. <laughs> yeah. I, we think we at three guys on don't endorse that. We the we endorse freedom getting on. Oh, it's freedom. <laughs> Yeah, let's have Frida on the podcast. Yeah. I would have Frida on the podcast. You can, get, you can give her a call. I can get Frida. I would have Frida on the podcast in a second. Hey, Frida, can you just do the intro only to the podcast? Exactly. And just, and we'll fucking show you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have a video every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anybody, we got anybody in New Orleans, y'all make that happen. Yeah. Hey, baby, we just going to make it bounce in here, okay? <laughs> you already know. I just wanted to do that. Ah, that's a, <laughs> at the beginning. A, you you uh, already know. If you just do that at the beginning, I'd be more than happy. Yeah, baby. Yeah. We've been twerking down here for a long time. <laughs> All right, let's bring this one home. I'm doing one final check of Tommy Taylor's video, which we didn't talk about, but I want to see if anyone did a translation. They did not yeah, so far. Yeah. You already know. That was just This is Big Frida, baby. The Grand Diva, you best to believe. Hey, tonight I'm at the Amp in Strathmore, the AMP Strathmore Bethesda, the Amp Strathmore Bethesda. I'm opening for Leanne Lorch, 8 o'clock showtime. You can probably still get tickets. Looking to have a great time with Miss Leanne. She is a fantastic comic, so come on out. Uh, hey, where were you at? Exactly. Haywood. Why keep you Haywood, Elton? I don't know why I keep doing that to you. You know, I'm I'm at the DC. Elton, where you at? I'm, I'm hosting at the DC Draft House tonight. Is that what you're doing? No, you're what not. What is that? This man? is Thursday, fool. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> so sit back, Andy. Where you at? I'm at Magoobies tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. Magoobies in Timonium, Maryland, opening for Mark Norman. Come out to a show, Magoobies.com. And on May 4th, I will be at the DC Comedy Loft at Beer Baron in DC, opening for Tyler Fisher. Those are just one night, two shows on Friday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you, right, guys? Hey, right? Did you get it? Right? It's like, yeah, right? You, Cinco de Mayo Eve, You guys buddy. watch Star Wars? Thanks for coming in. Be sure to check the Patreon. Well, you guys can't. <laughs> for yeah. those of Patreon customers, you probably know I've gotten some interviews up for you guys, so be sure to check them. We are going to be, I think, dark next week. Yeah, we gotta maybe maybe have some things. We'll yeah, figure out. Yeah, that'll probably be something for we'll you, do. and we'll pick up with you guys in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, not just one week off, and then uh, you know what? We may be down for two weeks because I am. We'll talk about it. Back, yeah, we'll yeah, we'll talk about it because I am in Texas. Oh, because you gotta go back to Texas. Folks is fiftieth. Uh, yeah. Which I gotta go buy this suit. So when is that? That's the first week right in now. May. Are you going? Yeah, uh, the eleventh. Let me look. Oh, so we'll have a week we can record. the f- The fifth, yeah, we'll be here. You know what we're looking at is talking to a special guest. Um, oh yeah, we got to figure that out. Special guest thing that Frankie's trying to put together, and yeah. I'm going the next week, the eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth. I'm booking. So the first week I'm going to tenth, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth. Record, 11th. and then we might have a week off mm, after that. They get married on Mother's Day weekend. Yeah, they're doing renewing their vows. Fiftieth. So I gotta go pick up my suit. Either late today or tomorrow. I don't know yet. Are they writing their own vows? I don't. I don't know. I'm okay. sure I'll have to do a tight five. Yeah, I can see that shit coming already. <laughs> How y'all doing out there? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> hey everybody. So, what else? Give it up for your host. What else? Guys. What else? Hey, hey sweet tits. Guys. What are you looking at? Huh? <laughs> yeah, who's drinking? Who's drinking in here? Right. Fifty years. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. that. I'm sure that'll be asked of me. <laughs> so, been married for 50 years. You guys are old, right, guys? They're old, right? Right? You can laugh. You can laugh. Yeah. You can laugh. Old. Don't act like it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> they're my parents. They're old. So, you guys come on back. We'll be here for y'all. Yeah. Hey, we want to thank Elton Howard Jr., 
pop, yeah, pop. You're Happy welcome, Elton. guys. Thank Happy you. Elton. Happy Elton Elton was in. Uh, Drinking my his, bourbon. <laughs> wearing yeah. his teenager clothes. Wearing his teenager. Yep. It's a teenage love. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, buddy. <laughs> and thanks, guys. We appreciate you. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Elton Howard Jr. Pop, pop. Yeah. See you guys on. We are out.